What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Happy Sunday, non-rain day. God damn it. Yeah, we're not, it's never going to rain again, ever. We had a flash flood watch for the area, as everybody knows, for Saturday and Sunday. Then, like at midnight, I think, last night, I said, oh, let, me, let me check the when it's supposed to really start raining. And then that green area where it's a flash flood, it was not even there it's anymore. Gone. I went, <laughs> you assholes. Well, and I was in Flagstaff most of the you weekend. You probably saw some rain. Yes. In fact, I was there for a friend's wedding, which actually a fellow podcaster, Jacob, from uh, Bullshit Hold My Beer podcast. Mm-hmm. You guys check that out. Uh, he got married, finally. He's been living in sin for like three years. And, it's uh, terrible. He probably felt ter- bad. I'm sh- yeah, very. I'm, sh- I'm sure he felt awful about it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of those they had a conversation. It's like, you know what? Are we going to get married or not? You yeah. Know, like, Are we going to fucking do this or, or what? Just like, we're not. just going to continue to defy Jesus. <laughs> Right. No, uh, I, he hired me as a bartender last fall. Uh, and I'm like, all right, I'll do that, man. I'll, I'll block it aside. I got the time off because it just sounded like a blast. Last fall for this last past fall weekend. for this past weekend. Okay. Yeah. Like he hit me up uh, like 10 months ago. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, so I took some Blackbridge beer up there and we did this. And then I was thinking it was going to be like I told you before we started recording. I thought it was going to be like. Some chintzy little bar thing, uh, like a rollaway, basically like an ice, uh, like an ice maker, but with a tray on top. I've seen that. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought that's I what I was gonna have. Fuck no, man. This place was, and I was gonna be fine with that because I'm only making four different cocktails and pouring tap beer. Like it's super easy. We did but, talk about that also. So you said so the, it was a menu of cocktails. It was only. a menu of cocktails just to keep it simple for me, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not an, I'm not one of, I would never call myself a Toriana like type of bartender. I know how to make drinks. Oh, I know I can drinks make... that she doesn't know. Uh, uh, no, I, I doubt that. I, I've, I've never seen her stumped before. It's, uh, it's not it, fair because what happens is that this place in the middle of nowhere in the Bahamas, these little tiny little islands, yeah. they all make up their own drink. They make up it, their own shit. And yeah. no one has ever, unless you're there, no one's ever No one's ever heard of it. Yeah. Anyway, so it's not fair. Anyway, so, go ahead. Uh, they kept it simple, you know, your rum and Coke and things like that. But then I, uh, I started, I ran out of bourbon because, you know, these are all whiskey drinkers. So I actually had somebody uh, ask me for it to build them a cocktail. Uh, but anyway, I'll get to that in a second. But no, it did rain. It fucking poured. Right. I mean, it was perfect timing. It poured about 15 minutes before the ceremony started. It cleared. And then about an hour after, uh, an hour into the reception, it started raining again, which means you got to open up all the windows in this venue and all that stuff. It was fucking beautiful. But it was a glorious temperature. Oh, it was almost like bartending outside when it's like 70 degrees because I was right in front of the double doors that open out into the forest. But it was nice. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And this bar that I had. You see any wood nymphs out there? I saw no nymphs. Playing like the penny whistles. Galloping, no, not galloping, no, gallivanting. I did see Zam- gallivanting a word. Ga- gal- gallivanting. Yeah, I'm sorry. Got that. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Did yeah. you have a stroke just now? Gallivanting. Gallivanting. <laughs> it wasn't pretty, but he was gallivanting. He was gallivanting. He. <laughs> you didn't see any of that. If he was on fire, is he a gallivanter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see any like it wasn't like you were in Ireland and there were people just playing various little instruments in I the I never woods. saw that. There was no banshee floating around going, ah, 
<laughs> like I had none of that. There was no, okay. there was no Finn McCool didn't like traipse through and knock shit down. Wasn't someone like shooting uh, apples on people's heads out there? <laughs> no. <laughs> You just took a, a wedding that was already a little bit ridiculous and ramped it up to 11. <laughs> okay. All right. No, it, but it was it was perfect. The rain was perfect. The fucking weather was amazing. It was just fucking... I just... I love Flagstaff. I also love Flagstaff because it's close to Sedona, which is. is another place that I love, and Oak Creek Canyon and all that stuff, and I thought, you it's know It's a great what? little area from Flagstaff, from the... Let's call it from the Grand Canyon through Flagstaff down to Sedona, yeah. Oak Creek, all that stuff. Basically, all of Arizona and north of Phoenix. And is then just, Cottonwood. Yeah, and Cottonwood. Like nice. all that. Cottonwood, Jerome was right there, too. If you're gonna the whole Verde Valley is beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It is. Uh, but uh, not in the summertime. Um, too many fucking Phoenicians. It's, mm-hmm. I, I would go so far as to say it's infested. And I really, like, I forget about it sometimes. I just forget how many people come up from... Do you think it's mainly Phoenix. on the weekends? It's mainly on the weekends. Yeah, so the time it, to go would be for you not to go there on the weekday, like, like a during, Tuesday. Like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or something that'd like be, that. That'd be yeah. great. It's, uh, it, and it's just a pain in the ass. Like, I, like breakfast this morning. You know, mm-hmm. we, we called in our, our reservation at a place called Martin's, which I had. I'm still, I just burped, and I can taste the chilaquiles. Did you call in, like, so good. the day before? Uh, I called right when they opened at 7 a.m. And I okay. was like, because you can't do the day before it. Oh. And I was like, yeah, can you uh, do uh, 8.30 for three people? And they're like, yeah, that, that'll be fine. We got there, and we still had to wait an hour. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're like, we're really sorry. We got people who won't leave, and it's backing everybody up. So there's like four tables in front of are like, what the fuck? So to keep asking more questions, do they only take reservations because they're so crowded? But people just wouldn't leave? Yeah, that's what it you know was. What and they people just, just weren't, yeah, people just weren't leaving in a timely fashion, sitting there yapping. Yeah. Um. But that place is worth it. Like that, I I love their food. Is this place in like a little strip mall? Um, no, not really. Because it was a really good restaurant well, that my friend George and I went to. It was kind of a little strip mall, like a couple other little stores around it. It was not like a freestanding building or a cool. Yeah, old I, place. you know what? It does have. There's it's 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 in one building that has two businesses, and they're the one up close. They're the business close to. It's per- perpendicular to Route sixty six. Okay, and there's a. Music store right next door, and in an adjoining name, parking name for lot. Our, our uh, listeners again is Martans. Martans. Mart Hans. Mart Hans. Okay. Yeah. Got it. The house that Chili Kili's built. If you've never had Chili Kili's, you are fucking missing out, and your life sucks. Okay. Especially theirs. I got mine. For those of you that are in the know, I got mine Christmas style with Fratelli, and they're like, "Oh, what the fuck." Huh? You get pork, you know, chili chilaquiles are right. Christmas style. Yeah. That, that's with uh, with uh, frankincense uh, and myrrh. Yeah, blended together. <laughs> no, no. When no. covered in eggnog, gross. Great, great. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like eggnog. I love eggnog, except when I start thinking about it too much. Like I love the flavor of it. And I love it with a little bit of bourbon right. or even Southern Comfort. But I, when you start thinking about it, it's actually kind of gross. It's kind of there's some things that are really really good, but you can OD on it. Pretty quickly. Oh, it's yeah. It's just not good anymore. Absolutely. Um, anyway, Martins has Chili Killies. It's, it's amazing. It's... Fuck. Who'd you go there with this morning? Uh, Zen okay. DeHogue. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. got me into podcasting, yeah. actually. I owe him a lot. Uh, and his wife, Crystal. Yeah. So we... Got it. Oh, I love Martins. I just love, fucking love it so much. So you... Anyway. Uh, when you were done with so, the... That's what you did this morning But yeah, breakfast. but that's, a, that's just an example. That's an example of like how fucking crowded it is. Oh, 
in Flagstaff. Like it, on the weekend, it's not a very big town. No, it's but not. it's a pain in the ass to get around because you have like twice as many fucking cars there. And I know that it's not Flagstaff people. Like I'm not trying to shit on Phoenix people. It's just you're a pain in the ass to, right. to the areas up. And, and I'm sure like the business owners love it and all that stuff because it's it's good money. It's a good boost. And you kind of don't blame them because it's hot they've as had a record number of 110 yes. degree. It's record. And the same with us, too. So, yeah. like, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I, I was really looking forward to this wedding. Yeah, I was going to make some cash and some tips and all that stuff. Uh, and I had a hotel room paid for. But I'm going to be in Flagstaff for two days. You're like, yeah. I fucking love it up there. So And it's been hot as shit here. So I'm I'm just as guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I fully recognize that. But I also know... I can you can just tell because it's all ASU like bumper stickers and people walking around with ASU shit. You never see that past like well, mid September. Yeah. yeah, you just don't because you know, so. But the other th- shitty thing is there's a whole different breed of them that drive up from Phoenix in the winter time and go sledding and they leave all, leave all their fucking trash behind. They leave their broken sleds everywhere. Like it's it. It's that pretty, sucks. It, it that does part suck. bother me because white looks good and it, I just whoa. <laughs> Holy shit! It, the truth finally comes out. Uh, Paul Stone Mountain gains over man, here. I didn't, I didn't even try to hide that all. It just came. No, it, it just, just came, it came out like a like a after X lax just kind of yep came done. right came right out there. You didn't even knock on the back door. You just came right in there. God damn! You know what I mean when I say white looks yes, good. Yes, it, it looks pure. I get it. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Big smile! Big smile! Oh god! I know what you mean. It like an un like unbroken white landscape, with right? Snow. It's all pretty. Blah blah blah. Yeah, fucking. I grew up in. It. I, I, don't s- get I it. swear, I don't if I care. I'd be like the rogue cop, I would just be. In fact, I wouldn't even have. I, I'd be the the rogue cop just banging heads together. Forget about protests. It's like, oh, you just you just littered a snow sled back there. Go pick it up. Get right. About ten more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Oh, this is your second infraction? Now you're going to go back there and you're going to pick it up with your anus. Right. I'm going to watch you yeah. pick it up with your butt. With crack. your butt. And we're going to make an example out of <laughs> And we're going to turn yep. into a race. You, this other guy that's going to do the same Squeal, thing. You're, piggy. You're, you're going you're gonna to race through the snow with, with, a, with a line or a part of the sled in your ass of in your, your, in crack, your ass. Yeah. And then run. <laughs> So anyway, oh fuck, fuck the Phoenicians. Uh, <laughs> so so it gets so much worse. So like I, I wake oh, up early. Okay. Uh, Saturday morning of the day of the wedding, I wake up super early. I think I was up at like five thirty. They start doing like the little breakfast thing at the the hotel, like six thirty or something like that. So I go down there. Typical yogurt and the fruit and the waffle thing or something. No, oh. no, it should be actually. Yeah. It's normally like bacon, eggs, hash browns, sure. stuff like that. All right. Now with COVID, it was pre oh. prepackaged bullshit, and I'm like, okay. At the very least, though, I think everybody in Flagstaff is a coffee snob because it's all local roasters. Like at that, the I stayed at a Hampton Inn and Suites, right? Oh, and they have they have local yeah, that Fire co- Creek Coffee. Oh, which, that's nice. You know, so I ended up going and buying a pound of it because it was so fucking good. I had it at the hotel. Nice everywhere. Martin's diner type type. You know, you mm-hmm. think that they would have like Folgers or like. Mm-hmm. Brooks no not Brooks Brothers. Um What the fuck is a Max Farmer House? Brothers. Farmer Brothers. Oh. Or some shitty no. Oh. Nope. Matador, which is another local roaster. I'm like, all right, cool. Everybody in Flagstaff is is on my fucking level when it comes to coffee, and I'm I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I get up and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take a cruise down to Oak Creek. You know? 
go to Sedona. About what time did you have this notion? Eight o'clock. That's that's pretty early. That's early that's enough. Early what time's the wedding? What time should you be getting back to the hotel? I was hotel? supposed to be there at one o'clock. Oh, do you know? Uh, the just only, to do only, some. Only well, I just time. wanted. To, no, I wanted to just do some more recon, do some prep work, cut up my my fruit, and and set up the bar area so that when I come back at three thirty, I'm ready to go at four o'clock. Right. So I, I was supposed to be there at one. What actually happened? I still made it like ten after one or something like that. Uh, what I did is I drove, you know, Oak Creek, go and look at the the, uh, the look lookout, which is always cool. Mm-hmm. The look at Oak Creek Canyon. They have like the Native American jewelry and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's nice. I like. The I, I love that. It's been a while since I've been there. It's nice. And then you <clears throat> drive down through the switchbacks through the canyon. I just love that because so you it, did eighty nine A, as yes, we would say down down to Sedona. Got it. And uh, got into Sedona, stopped, walked around. What I wanted to do was stop and just do like a real quick hike, like maybe an hour, mm-hmm. dude. 8.30 in the morning, there was no place to park on either side of the road for like eight or nine miles. Just cram full of people. Yeah. And now Slide Rock has become such a shit show that you can't park and walk to Slide Rock anymore like you used to be able to for years. Wow. Yeah, if, if the parking lot at Slide Rock was full or if you didn't want to pay to park at close 8:30 to the At 8.30 in the morning it was? Yes. And they were, it was completely full. When I finally wow. got to Slide Rock, <clears throat> like crossing you know, the bridge, you look off to the right. It's nothing but fucking canopies and towels and shit. There's hundreds of people there already. And I'm like, I wonder where most of those people are from. Are they also Phoenix or California? Yeah, I would or say mostly think? Phoenix. Yeah. I would say I, I would I would be willing to bet that 90% of them are from Phoenix. So hmm. I'm like, God damn it. Not that I wanted to go to Slide Rock anyway. I don't want to get E. coli. Like that fucking, too many, sure. there's too many buttholes sliding on the rock. That's why people when, get sick. When can you go there with fewer buttholes? Middle, that's not that's not middle cold. of the week and the winter. Oh, that's not cold. <laughs> Just May, middle of the week. Middle of the week, maybe. Like after school, Wednesday uh-huh, at six a.m. starts, and then yeah, yeah. So middle of the week, if normal school is middle in, of the week, still not hot. in the summertime. Yeah, exactly. So like uh, September. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So, so it's, you went I down. Try, driving to Sedona, I go to this one uh, Earthbound Trading Company. It's like a hippie shop, and I, because my mom loves them, they don't have them back east. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a chain. There's like maybe twenty of them. Mm-hmm. I got my mom some shit. To send to her because I know she loves one specifically in Sedona. And uh, I turn around and drive back the same way. But I get about halfway from Sedona to where the switchbacks start to come up out of the canyon. Mm-hmm. And it's just bumper to bumper traffic. Now, folks, this is, I don't, I've never like, done this it, on this was show. It not moving? It was not moving. Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, and uh, it was somebody who was like trying to turn left, you know, to go into one of those driveways. And they, right? got, and they got whacked. And folks, I, I don't normally do this. On, I've never done this on, on the here before, but I'm going to throw out what they call a trigger warning. So you may want to skip through the next 30 seconds. As I'm watching this, uh, it, I think it was a yeah, it was a pickup truck turning left uh, in front of an oncoming traffic. An RV hits them coming the other way. Yes. And then some guy on a motorcycle, I just see him slide in front of of, of, of the of the of the truck because the truck got clipped and spun around. The RV was almost laying over on its side. And then I see a motorcycle. However, that fucking I don't know if the guy was like trying to pass or what. And I saw a guy on the motorcycle hit the ass end of that truck and go ass over tea kettle and slide on the ground. It ended up like over in the creek bed. This is a hundred yards in front of me. Oh, great. Yeah, it's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, so then I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to get out of here. So, like, I 
followed suit with a couple other people and just beat feet and like just turned around, just flipped a bitch and drove all the way back through Sedona, all the way down, caught 179, had to hit I-17 and drive all the way up. What was supposed to be 25, 30 miles one way ended up being, well, it it should have been about 50 or 60 miles uh, round trip, ended up being almost 100 miles. Wow. It it just fucking doubled my shit. Were you you doing me going, shit? Yeah, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> it was. I was more freaking out that I was going to be late, and I oh, did, I, I can imagine because you were hired to do a gig. Fuck! I called Jacob, and immediately as soon as I got service and came out of the canyon, he was like, "Please tell me you're still able to bartend. Is everything?" That's how he answered the phone. Yeah, he just that he didn't even say. No, and I'm like, no, dude, I'm fine. I, I will. But there was an accident at 89. I I came down to Sedona this morning, like just to do a quick drive, and I was going to try and do a hike. I couldn't do either one of those things. And there's this, and this, so I'm going to be there. I'm going 85 and a 75. I should be there by one o'clock. And he's like, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, I thought he was going to freak out or something. Yeah, he was cool. Like you were had an accident or yeah, something. yeah. Like there was something. Yeah, which I, I it, he would be, you know, upset that I got hurt, but he would also be really upset that he didn't have anybody to bartend. Right. Because they were, I guess, they were adamant about having someone who has their bartender like credentials in the state of Arizona. Well, yeah, and you're yeah. a good bartender, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I try. Guy. I try. Yeah, good. Uh, so, what kind of music do they have? Oh, you're gonna love this because all those guys, like all the guys, like the groom. They have crab cakes. I love crab cakes. <laughs> From the wedding. Crab yes. No, I got it. They didn't have crab cakes. Oh, okay. No, they had English pasties. Ooh, holy nice. shit! They had bangers and mash. When they had a chicken, like I feel like throwing those pie. like cornhole in people's mouths. Like, hey, everyone, open up! Here we go! Boom! They, they boom. were so fucking good. I only got one because I I was just so busy. Boom! Three points. Boom! Pow! Oh, that one, we got a leaner. Oh, they're so so good. Um, no, the, the the DJ was great, and he played a bunch of. I mean, I you would have loved it because, like I said, there was probably. Five, seven, probably twelve people out of the fifty people in attendance were wearing kilts. You should have also just requested the Big Chill soundtrack. You just play that from start to finish. <laughs> just play it on repeat. <laughs> they, uh, uh, no, they played a ton of uh, Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly. Nice. Uh, but then, oh, you're gonna love this. So I asked the DJ, I'm like, hey, can you throw some uh, another band in there just to mess with these guys? Because I know one guy in there that listens to them. And he's like, who is it? I'm like, it's a band called Seven Nations. So he peppered some some Seven Nations throughout there, and Dave Rice was like, I know it was you. I know you're the one that the requested. You're the only fucking person here that knows who that band I'd is. I'd have loved to hear Seven yeah. Nations. I'd have had more of those, uh, what do you call them, those brandy slushies, those bourbon, bourbon slushies. Slush. Bourbon slush. Yeah. Whew, God. That's what I've had. Did we talk Scary. about that on the air yet? No, 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 no. The bourbon slush. Yeah, one of the cocktails that, uh, that was made, you, pre, you, you have to pre-make it. It's a bourbon slush, folks. Just Google it. It fucking it's apparently there's like 20 different ways you can make it. The way this family made it was like lemon juice, uh, what lemon juice, uh, uh, orange juice, and uh, bourbon. You freeze that and it turns into a slush, and you mix that 50 50 with Sprite, and uh, so insanely good. But yeah, so this uh, one friend of mine, Michael Allen, I've been friends with him for many many years. Super you know, Michael cool Allen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, super cool. His, I forget his middle name is super cool. His legal middle name is super cool. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, him and his wife, Colette, were there. Colette was in the, in the wedding. She was a bridesmaid. And uh, Michael walks up to me and goes, Colette wants me to ask you to make her something really girly. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He goes, I, I told her, bartenders hate when you give vague shit like that. 
I'm like, all right, she wants something girly. She's got something fucking girly. So she got like a shot of Southern Comfort, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of maraschino cherry juice, <laughs> uh, a, a little splash of pineapple juice, and then I filled it up with Sprite and put nine maraschino cherries in it. <laughs> and then I took one one slice each of lime, uh, lemon, and orange and wedges and put it on the side as a garnish. Jesus. <laughs> she drank it and came back and she goes, what the fuck do you call that? And let's call I, I like to call it I go down every time. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna have one of those. And I like I was sitting at a table with a bunch of people who had it took a sip of it and were like, We want this. I'm like, motherfucker. I made a You're drink like, that oh, all now these, I'm gonna run out of garnish. Now yeah, now I'm gonna run out of garnishes. Luckily I had way more garnishes than I needed. Okay. So then I started making those and then uh like but then I ran out of uh something. I ran out of the pineapple juice, so I started modifying it and I just started just off the cuff. Hey, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? And then I'm like, fuck, do you want something light and refreshing? So Usually like, they're agreeable. People love, yeah, especially yeah. the more they drink. They don't give a fuck. No. It's not like they're picking it apart. It's not. Right. I forgot what it was like to just mix cocktails because people are just looking to get drunk. However, whatever. They don't, the, they don't care. The alcohol yeah. delivery system does not matter to them. Yep. My normal bartending gig when I'm, you know, when I'm, when I'm pouring craft beer I'm dealing with a lot more like snobbish behavior, which is fine. I'm one of those snobs. Right. But I forgot about that. It's a different, it's a different type of customer. Oh yeah. And At a it, wedding, you're just, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. You're looking to have fun. Hell yeah. yeah. And oh, God, this one girl, she comes up to me. She's like, please, can you please make me something that looks like I'm drinking a drink, but I need to, I need to level off and not drink so much. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'll just, I'll make it look like you have a cocktail. So I just like, Sprite, maraschino, cherry, mm. like just the juice. Squeeze lime. She's like, okay, that's better. I want that with vodka, like in like an hour. I'm like, okay, so I did, I did that. I started. Eh, it was just fun. It was a it was a fucking blast. Some weddings the, are just a blast, man. Yeah, they 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 really it really that they did it right. They did everything right, and everything went correctly. And the, the venue sounded like it was really a cool. It was a really neat venue. What's it called again for the people it's, there? Uh, the Gardens at Violas, and which it's is south of south of, of I forty. Yeah, no, it's south of Flagstaff. Right. Uh, which is south well, of I forty. It is south of our I forty across the yes. airport near yeah. the airport. Yeah, Fort Tuthill area. If you guys are familiar, yeah. Uh, it was uh, yeah, it was a ton of fun, and uh, yeah. Um, and like I said, they grew they grow flowers. Yeah, there, it's right? a fla- it's a it's a it's a flower nursery. I guess they they specialize in growing flowers, and then they have this venue, which is a perfect combination. Oh, God, that's such a that's smart. Yeah, it's so smart. Like if they had like if it was like a bridal shop <laughs> and yeah. tuxedo rental places, like one stop <laughs> shop. Yeah, for weddings. Yeah, and liquor. Was, yeah, and liquor. <laughs> <sell> yeah, liquor. <laughs> yeah, that was a it was a ton of fun, and everybody was super cool. I. No problems. Although it's funny, like as there were like I don't know, like three probably teenage girls, like thirteen to like fifteen, mm-hmm. that were there. And the one, the one girl kept coming up and she was asking for orange slices, which I'm like perfectly okay with. And then she goes, "What do you have to 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 drink for kids?" And I was like, "I've got Sprite, I got this." And then da, 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 da. she's like, "That all sounds really boring." I'm like, "Do you want me to make you a little mocktail for you?" She's like. What's a mocktail? And I'm like, it's just a cocktail with no alcohol. Like, you know I mean? and so I like did this and did this and did this. she felt super special. And then, like, one by one, they all more and more kids. So I had you like get that. Where did you get that? Sitting at the bar, I had like those three teenage girls. Like, they're two. Like, the each one of them had a brother that was like probably ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. And then like 
another two little boys that were like, I don't know, uh, probably like six to eight years old, like this, mm-hmm. this, this age, like this tall. And then and, Jeffrey Epstein's ghost showed up. Yeah. And Jeffrey Epstein was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was funny. Cause the parents, like the mom of one of the girls walks up and she's like, Oh, Cool, just like your father, just hanging out in the bar, and he's standing right. He's like, "Hey, what's that supposed to mean?" And she's like, "Come on, really?" <laughs> and they've all these kids. They have like napkins in front of them, like their their napkin, their drink sitting on the napkin, and they're just like, "I'm doing the what's troubling you, buddy?" <laughs> like <laughs> the one girl's like, "I have this boyfriend who thinks that I just because I'm hanging out with like a, around a bunch of other guys, he thinks that I'm this." And I'm like, "Yeah, that, that's that's normal. That's that's not." That, You'll get that decades of that. Yeah, that's that's a normal thing. You should get used to that feeling. And then the one boy's like, my bike tire keeps going flat. I'm like listening to little kid problems as a bartender going, this is the most ridiculous shit ever. They need to yeah, have but bars it's prob- for kids. It's, pr- it's probably better. I mean, it's more, it, it's like, oh, this is so much better than all the people complain normally. Honestly, it really is. And, and the kids were sober. They weren't being right. abusive. <laughs> no, not that anybody was abusing me at the wedding. No, I didn't. Although I did have one guy who was like, uh... You know, you gave me a Merlot and I asked for a cab and I was like, no, nope, I didn't. And he's like, uh, yes, you did. I know. I know my wine. And this is a Merlot. And I'm like, no, it's not a Merlot unless you went to your car and got it yourself because I haven't opened the Merlot yet. I've only been <laughs> pouring Malbec and, and cab. Well, you could say possibly someone at the factory put in a yeah, Merlot it's, it's in this possible cab Someone at the black box wine company. <laughs> I'm sure they Just pay their deviant. work as well. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the guy, the guy was kind of a he was kind of a jerk off to me, but I already had it. He he's like, this is for me for the rest of the night, and just shoves a twenty into like my tip jar, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I think I'd you, rather do that too, not to worry about. I, I tell a guy I told you about before we started recording, Chris uh, Simpson. Chris yeah. Sim, Simpson comes up to me, he goes, hey, what's up, fellers? I mean, I hadn't even I had opened up my truck door. I wasn't even out of my truck yet. I had just parked. And he's like, here you go. And he hands me a 50. There you go. <laughs> this is for later on tonight. I'm like, you fucking kidding me, right? He's like, I will get drunk and I will forget to tip you. And I don't want to do that. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, man. So I'm already, before I even walk into the place, I'm up 50 bucks. You're just like, I'll go home yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a really good time, man. We had, everybody had a blast. And the, you know what was funny? At the end of the night, you know who was the, the two, other than the bartender, me, uh, the two people, bride and groom, were the only ones that were sober at the end of the night. And the kids. Well, the kids are probably fucked up too. Probably, yeah. I, I may have put a little bit of vodka sure, in there. Sure, just like, a little splash. No, nah, I just put some melatonin drops in there. <laughs> yes, the kids were fine. The okay. kids were the kids were not drinking. The kids are all right. It's funny that the, the, that song and then the, the offspring had the kids aren't all right. Oh, like, that's the, true. Years yeah. later. Uh, yeah. Duh. The, I didn't even, I didn't even thought about that. Really? Did they? I assume that was on purpose, right? I don't know. It had to be. Probably. It had to be. Oh, the fucking brainiacs. Uh, the guys in the offspring are brainiacs. They are. Smart fuckers. Okay, so it was a anyway. great time. Yeah, it was a good time. The last fucking... wedding I was at was at Sarah Ferry and TJ's wedding. Oh, was that was last... a few years ago. Jesus, I've been to... That was, a, that was a good one. Fuck, I've officiated more weddings in the past two years than you have, than you have attended. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, I think most of my friends are married. I, I don't know. I'm getting to the point now where I'm going to watch my friends' kids get married. Right. Like last year, Gavin Holmes, which was cool. Uh, Mike and Julie Holmes were there, got to hang out with them. I knew mm-hmm. probably half the people that were there. It was it was pretty cool. And, you know, the other half were all just a bunch of people, a right. bunch, of, bunch of cool people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And you got to experience some good weather, so that's nice. Oh, it was, and, and just just in general, the ambiance of Flagstaff. 
I'm trying to think of the place, and you said that the uh, you were disappointed because when you went to the green room, which is no longer the green room. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little fucking bummed out about that. I'm at, like, like it actually. So the green room used to be called Mogion Brewing Company. It was the first brewery I think I ever visited. I was like 22 or something, like 21 or 22. And then a few years later, they changed the green room. The green room was like this a really cool small venue. I mean, I went to anything from like a the couple members of the Grateful Dead have their like touring band. I saw them there. Uh, I saw Jeremiah Green DJ there for like half a dozen times. I've seen drag shows there for Pride Weekend, like all sorts of shit. And they have tremendous amount of craft beer on tap. They have great cocktails. And now they have hardly any of that. And it just kind of fucking, yeah, great. And now they I, don't have any of that at all. I, I walked in the door. I did not think about it because you can almost always find a parking space on that street in downtown Flagstaff. Back and up. I walked did, in. Did you, before you went there this past weekend, did you know that they were not the green room anymore? No. Okay, so you I had drove no there, going to the green room, and here I go. Yes. Kind of thing. Yeah, that was like after I got there, dropped off the keg, picked up my room key, went to the room, changed, and then I went and drove directly to the green room. Thought to yourself, I'm going to go gonna to the green I'm going to have a beer there, and then I'm going to go to Flagstaff Brewing Company. I'm going to have a beer there, and then I'm going to go back to the room and hang out f- until dinner. Right. And... I walk Didn't. in the green room and it's not the green room anymore. It's not. I'm like, I know like I'm sound like a fucking old timer. I know things change and blah, 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 blah. Sure. But God damn it. Like, that's one of my favorite places. I have so many good memories of that place. And I was telling you like Cardo and Ray Diaz, like their mom and dad, that's where they had their 50th wedding anniversary back in 2012, I think it was. And I got invited to that. So we had it there. I got it. So it's, it's more fucking, fancy now. It doesn't have as much character. It's more f- cleaned up maybe it's a little a little too cleaned up they cut their tap list at least in half if not by two-thirds yeah they it just yeah i don't know it um i wish i could remember the place that was in flag where i told you and i got into a discussion with the person i was with and i thought we'll do a stand of the night well because tomorrow it's billy bob thornton and his band was oh right on i wish i knew that place it was like it was like on the north edge of downtown historic Flight, like if you were to look at flight, if you were to face north and you were to yeah. see, here's Flagstaff, and I'm facing north, you know, the Grand Canyon's that way, and here's downtown Flagstaff. Got it? Like, yeah. here, like here's the railroad tracks. Yep. Got it. The railroad tracks. Got it. It'd be about right here. The Orpheum? On a road. I, I don't know. Was, was it a theater? Was it an actual no, venue? It was, venue? A, it was a bar. It was a bar. Okay. It was a freaking, it looked like I walked in with this. It was a small place and it had a little sandwich board out there and said, Billy Bob, whatever the name is group yeah. is. I can't even remember now. And I went, holy shit. I think I walked in and said, you mean Billy Bob Thornton? They said, yep. Be here tomorrow. Show up early. And I went, whoa. So the woman I was with, no, nah, she wasn't having any of it. She didn't want to stay in there day in Flagstaff and Sounds like she can find her own fucking way home. God, I think I've told this story before in this show. But anyway, I wish I knew the name of that place. It was really kind of a cool, it was a cool looking place. You'd want to kind of hang out and have some drinks. Was there pool tables in it? I don't remember. I I don't, I don't recall. You would would remember this place. I was saying Uptown. Well, actually, I don't even know that they do. It used to be called Uptown Billiards for, I don't know, 15 years or something. And that was a place I would go into. First off, that was a place before absinthe was legal in the United States. Mm-hmm. You could ask for a, a glass of the green stuff, and they would just pour you a glass of absinthe under the like under the bar. And Jesus, just, you just had to know like the right way to ask. Yeah. But they also had like the like they're the only place I've ever seen that had just as many ciders on tap as they did beers. Hmm. Like that was I always thought that was cool. And 
they were very, very serious about their billiard tables. Like they, uh, like they make you wash your hands before you go and play on them. They kept um, them clean, would, straight, level. Every, and every ninety minutes, they would stop gameplay and then take these what looks like a like a, a shaver, like the electric shaver. Mm-hmm. It takes one of those and just get rid of any of the fuzz balls on there and groom them so like a fucking zamboni, like, just like sporties. Yeah. Has. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just like sporties and the bowling alley as well. Yeah. <laughs> same same level of fucking level of care for their. Get the fuck out of here, Gaines. <laughs> Craftsmanship and care. I love I love playing pool at sporties because sometimes I'm really good. It just kind of depends. And I yeah. Fuck, no, I. I miss I love that it too. place too. I can't wait for it to open back up. God, I wonder what the story is. I mean, everybody. I, I mean, I I know. I but it, yeah. I don't want to talk about it publicly. But it's Got it's it. going it's going to happen. Okay. It's once we meet, we're, we're, they'll open when they we're able to meet the um, eh, the numbers thing that you and I were talking about the yeah, with yeah, the yeah. COVID bullshit. Yes, I understand. Uh, yeah. All right, that's enough about the flag snap. Hey, yeah. let's take a break and then we'll come back and okay. see if you have anything to say. I do.
You have a. I super- feel like. So hold on. Oh, I, I feel oh, like. Oh, okay. Joe asked me a question because we're going to talk about a very shitty topic again. Wow. Not COVID. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Fuck. And, I, and I went. Fuck, man. I said, I watched Get On Up last night because I love that movie. And I said, have you seen Get On Up? And he goes, Jesus, Paul. T- we talked about that. How many this- fucking times are you going to ask me and that in I the past four years? And I said, my brain is too clogged up with local politics. And I said, no. Nope. And Facebook. I said, it's a sheet rocked over. And then Joe. And I said, nope, it's not sheet rocked over at all. It's, it's, it's your brain is like if somebody put carpet over top of a hardwood floor. You have a great base. Like my, this great my brain, brain is a beautiful hardwood floor. Yeah, like I'm talking parquet <laughs> floors, like just beautiful. I don't like parquet. You don't like par- what? Like in the Louvre? Like no, the, like no, fucking beautiful right. like no. It's got to be it's got to be more like a like oak, like like strip. This is my fantasy oh, here. I'm I sorry. fucking get to right, it, ahead, it gets sorry. to be whatever the fuck I want it to be. <laughs> okay, so my brain is a beautiful parquet floor. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's been hardwood floor, and somebody carpeted over it. Or with, like, shitty linoleum yeah, from Kmart. Yeah, peel and stick linoleum, <laughs> yeah, from Kmart. Not even good quality peel and stick from Home Depot, like proper white trash. No, or, or, or enhanced white trash, like, from or Kmart. Or once used peel and stick that you get at the flea market. Yeah. Like it, was, it just came out of a trailer. Ooh. We just took it out of the trailer. They're only there for a month. Yeah, it's only been there for a month, but <laughs> stolen, it's hot. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, we've definitely Chadwick talked about Boseman. it. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Jesus, he, he played fuck me. Jackie Robinson. He played. Uh, what did he? He also uh, he played, James Brown. He played James get Brown and Get On Up, course. and then and then the big one Black, is, Black, is Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, right. uh, uh, but he also did what else? He did. Oh, he did uh, T- T'Challa on uh, Saturday Night Live. He played Black Panther on yeah, on Saturday, and he was. Uh, he, he was it, so funny. I think, his, I think his name was T'Challa. Also, it was yeah. on, on. You know, he was uh, on uh, Black Jeopardy. Yes, on, on Black Jeopardy. Saturday <laughs> Black Jeopardy is great. Just look up Black Jeopardy, you people. Black Jeopardy on SNL is so great. The one with Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'm gonna hurt myself laughing so hard. Fuck, it's so funny. He's, yeah, he's, fucking, he's wearing a red Make America Great Again hat, but it's fucking funny. It's funny because it, they end up finding common ground with these two, like, hood, hood folks. They like, did. very, very black, very hood. And then he's, like, kind of, like, uh, country hillbilly type. Right. He's like, well, I just uh, I don't think it gets much better than... They're like, okay. And then they were talking about, uh, I think, with the common ground with somebody, because that's how they... Somebody had phones or cell phones. That's how they that's get That's how they get like, you. Like fingerprints or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's how, how they track you. you. That's then, how they get you. And then the black people go... They're like, that. that's right. It's you know, exactly. you're all right. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 Black Jeopardy. Uh, yeah, the Chadwick Boseman, I, Saturday... Joe's one that broke the news to I me. broke the news like, to you. God, I broke the news to Portia, it. too, and she was really bummed out. I yeah, I was sitting. No one at, knew he had it. Apparently, he kept this really, really quiet. I was sitting. Yeah, he kept. Yeah, four years he's been battling colon cancer, and the dude made like five movies in four years. Like, how the fuck do you do that while battling colon cancer? I, fucking whatever. Because you're Chadwick Boseman. Because you're Chadwick fucking Boseman. Yep. So yeah, I'm sitting at Collins Irish Pub in Flagstaff. Please do not take that as an endorsement. I do not like that place. Please don't go there. Because the weight person. It's not the weight. It's not that. It's the whole fucking aesthetic of it, and it's the. It's not like. I'm not going to blame that server for not being very good at handling a 12 person. Well, she didn't know how to like pronounce Smitty's. I asked, I asked her, she had, I'm like, let me get a proper pint of Smitty's. And they, she's like, I don't know. What's a proper pint? And I'm like, it's 20 ounces. And, uh, and she's like, I don't know. What's Smitty's? I'm like, Smitty's. Is that a beer? Then she goes, is that a beer? 
And I didn't immediately like throw my plate across the fucking like I, <laughs> I not I never treat I internalized the fucking hate that I have for certain like right. f- like customer service staff. She probably just staff. got hired two I, days ago. I never have ever treated wait staff poorly. I would never. I've raised I'm raised better than that. I was raised by a woman who was a waitress for several years. I've done that work. I would never do that. I assume they have twenty ounce glasses there. They have twenty. You have sixteen and twenty fours. Oh, so whatever. That's fine. <laughs> But anyway, I'm sitting there. That's also fine. Fine. I'm I'm just fine. I'm sitting there, and uh, one of the the teenage girls who was sitting at our table uh, was someone's daughter or something. You, she just looks up from her phone because you know she's on her phone the entire time, Mm -hmm. and she goes, "The Black Panther died," and I'm like, "Excuse me!" Like throughout all these conversations, I'm like, "What did you say?" And she's like, "The guy that played Black Panther died." I'm like, "Chadwick Boseman." She's like, "Yeah, he died of cancer today." I'm like. We're all just, what the fuck? We're all just a bunch of Marvel nerds sitting at the table and just fucking, I don't know, God damn it. So that's when I text you. I text Portia. And of course, Portia sends me this meme that's like Chadwick Boseman standing next to uh, Stan Lee. And Stan Lee's got his arm around him. He goes, it's okay, kid. I'll show you around this place. And I'm just like, you know what, Portia? You can fucking die in a fire. Don't fucking, don't right. send me shit like that. Don't, don't like, that I didn't right want to cry today. Right. Thanks. Right. And it really fucking bummed me out. It really bummed me out because he's such a tremendous he's actor. He's only and like, 40 fucking three years old. Yeah. yeah. Like for all these fantastic great things as he was a kind of the go-to, one of the yeah. go-to black guys of that age. Yeah. For doing serious roles and, and different stuff. And he's fucking um, incredible actor. Oh, yeah. Did you, and now it's all coming out. I think I'd heard this maybe a couple of years ago, but he was sent to, I think it was Harvard. He went, I think, like dr- School of Drama. I think it was Harvard. He had some unknown benefactor pay pay his pay to get him into not pay to get him into no pay, not paid his paid way. for him to go to school and he had no idea who it was. Did he still and not he, know? He found out about five years ago. And who was it? It was Denzel Washington. Oh, okay. Denzel saw him act in something or heard about it or something like that and just like made it happen. So black privilege, half a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not black privilege. That's just Denzel privilege. That's yeah. that fucking Denzel money. And he did a great job in that uh, fucking airline movie thing. That was flight flight. Oh, you you and I it. saw that at the theater. No, we didn't here. No, okay. I didn't Never know mind. you when that, that movie came out. Never mind. It was another Joe. I knew. I'm sorry. I've got other Joes in my life. That's fucking, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, so it was I a didn't fucking see bum. I heard, I heard yeah. there's something going. Fuck. Yeah. I, I was so bummed out. Not that it's about me. Well, it's just Jesus. the guy had so much more that he, you know, like he could have done. Like he had so much more time left to do some amazing things. I thought he did a great job as James Brown. He really he did. He fucking, fucking destroyed fantastic. it. Yeah, that guy, yeah. like he. Uh, I wonder if he sang. He fucking, I was gonna look that. I didn't look that up. If he if he sang that shit, he could, I don't know because he, he did a good job. Whoever it was did a good job with the actual. Music. I mean, did James Brown really sing? It was just more like. Wah! Why it wasn't <gasps> really well. There are a couple like it's a man's world, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I love his. Uh, what is it? Make he didn't it... really talk much. It was like James Brown English. He couldn't really quite. What, <laughs> hey, what, did, he, what did he say? What did he just say? <laughs> Do you remember when James Brown was doing? He was smoking crack, and he was on the news. Uh, yeah. Do you know that clip? You know what I'm talking. You know the one I'm talking about. He was like, ha. James Brown and they're like well, you don't he's not at a concert he's being interviewed by somebody on like fucking CNN or something when he's getting chased around at the uh like it's kind of split up in the in the movie uh, get on up um he starts you know goes into his store and 
has his gun and shoots it, and then the cops come and goes, oh, got to go. And he just starts, and then later on in the movie, it comes back to where he is, and he's he's getting, ch- cops are right behind him. And he's you know, driving he's, his pickup his truck, His Ford right? F-150 or <laughs> F-100, whatever the fuck it is. And the way he just, he's not even saying, he's just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> he just kind of, yeah, here we go, <laughs> or something like that. It was just kind of just kind of typical. I, I think I told you I knew the, um, a couple of my friends, um, uh, Tommy Stoya, you know him mm. here, and their brothers with their cousin in South Carolina. Ray Rossi was on the uh, pro board for South South Carolina South Carolina pro board. Okay, he was on the pro board when they let James Brown go after oh. that after that incident. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was kind of a cool. They're like it's James Brown. We ha- like we kind of want to see what he's going to do next. Yeah, I can't believe he lived as long as he did. As reckless as he was, and it's like crazy. A quick little story about why he this guy was on the parole board is that his daughter was murdered in a mall uh, by a couple of dudes. Was she mauled? I guess in that case she would have been. That's <laughs> terrible. I find me funny, and that's all that matters. <laughs> so anyway, mauled. his uh, he he made a point to become because they were they were going to prison for a while. And I'm not sure if they had a death penalty in South Carolina or not. Anyway, his whole point was to get on the parole board <laughs> after that. It took him a while to ensure that that these guys would not get off. Wow. And he, you know, that's what that's what he turned his life into. Was that's goal. some that's drive, I guess. Yeah. How do is. you get on the parole board? I don't know. I don't you, even you know. Hang how out that... and talk to people as they go in the door. Hey, man, I like to work here. I don't know. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> What do you just, uh, I don't it's how, not how, like a, like it's not like you patronize a business over and over and over again and then they just finally give you a job. Like I don't you like, start by sweeping the floors in the kitchen. Yeah, so you sleep, sweep the floors. First off, come in, bring your own knife roll, and you're like, why that don't is you a good, That is a good question. Who is on the parole boards of parole boards? That's a good question. For those of you out there that might know <laughs> that, please call in. At, Curious know, minds want to know. I don't know, but 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 he did come up for, but they they knew that was his daughter that was so he couldn't be on the board right to hear the thing but at that point he had already got enough friends Kinda on the board out. Like this was not going to go anywhere stacked it. that's rather corrupt because it could go it could, i mean if you think about it it could go the other direction sure. too you know could, what i mean yes it, knowing people is only okay if your if your intentions are are good <laughs> and i would say and that your intentions being good is uh i mean that's it's, it's relative it's, it's all about uh yeah perspective but his daughter was murdered so I would say that. I mean, I could take the Dave Chappelle approach to this. Like, what, what did she what do? What did she do? It's <laughs> Michael fucking Jackson. So, so it's Michael fucking Jackson. Is that the if, worst if thing? If Michael Jackson putting his finger in your butthole is the worst thing that ever happened to you, you're probably still doing okay. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I hate it when Dave Chappelle says something that is so fucking out there, obscene, crazy talk, but it makes perfect fucking it's sense. Like, yeah. Got it. That's why he's my favorite comedian of all fucking time. I I I I think he has overtaken Richard Pryor. Um, uh, what was a uh, Carlin? I I honestly I think Chappelle's like kind of blown past Carlin. I know you have a special. No no no. no. Here's I, I, I have something to say about Carlin. Do you want to start now? Go ahead. <laughs> now is I think he was really good up until the last few years because the last few years he was just angry and i get it he yeah. was pissed off at the system and how fuck the political system is and all the money that's making yeah. the world go around i get why he was in the angry mode but before that he made you really think about it and in a different way but then it was just him being it's just him off. being angry he was more like lewis black than anything yeah lewis black was just angry about shit all the time but it was almost 
but Lewis Black was angry in a more funny way than Carl, yeah. You know I what would, I'm saying? Carl I know what you little, mean. Yeah, it was heavy, heavy, heavy political. But there was a meme that came out the, uh, not too long ago on social media. Had like eight comedians that were all dead, and said, you know, which one would you bring back? And one of them was Bill Hicks. And I went for Bill Hicks, and yeah. not and not Carlin. Yeah, I went Bill Hicks for especially right now, like yeah. right. Bill now. Hicks would be perfect for right now. Yeah, but yeah. There, there, everybody was on. You know, we had Pryor on there. There was Carlin. Uh, was uh, Robin Williams mm-hmm. was on there? I can't remember who else was on this this meme. But I went oh, Bill Hicks. That's what I'm going to vote for. I would say it would have to be Robin Williams. Yep, for you. Yep. Uh, all day, every day. Yep. Just because he wasn't just a comedian. Everybody else on there was just comedian. I mean, Richard Pryor, yes, he did some some dumbass movies, but like right. Robin Williams had a couple Oscars under his belt because oh, no, he was such a good an actor, extremely good. So actor. He was like yeah. multi multi talented. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck it, Chappelle. Chappelle's doing another uh, stand up in the park thing, like soon, hopefully. In like, the, at the same like tonight. The same, oh, really? I think. <clears throat> it's either tonight or next Sunday at the same little venue. Same thing? little venue where it's going to be only a handful of people yeah, there. John Bryan kinda... State Park is what the the place is called. It's a love, little pavilion. That would be so. How do you get invited to some shit like that? If I can live in Yellow Springs. Does he just invite local people? I think so. They have tickets. You have to buy. You have you buy little tickets from like a local. Oh man, that'd be great. Place. It's pro- he probably sells the tickets. You remember back in the day when you had, used to have to go to a Ticketmaster like outlet? Yes. Outlet like J.C. Penney almost always had sold Ticketmaster shit. Stand in line and camp yeah. out and oh yeah. Yep, and have to go and buy stuff like at a store. Well, the Import House, which is a head shop that's in downtown Yellow Springs, is uh, which Dave Chappelle. Did you watch his thing? The uh, the uh, fucking honors, the Kennedy Center. Honors. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. When he talks about that, when him and John Legend, he's talking about it, he's like, I grew up down the road from John Legend. I didn't even know it because they're like 10, 12 miles apart, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I didn't even know it. We were, put it this way, folks, we grew up so close to each other. We used to buy we used to buy our weed pipes at the same head shop. And, he's, <laughs> and he name checks the fucking head shop. He said, import house. And I was like... Get the fuck out of here. That's where I used to buy that's mine. That's where I used to buy mine, too. And yeah, my mom. And, yeah, and my mom. And then the <laughs> a couple years ago when I was out there, it was me and my mom and Portia. And mom's like, hey, we just need to run in the import house real quick. And I'm like, okay. And my mom buys a little pipe. Wait a minute. Did like, all three of you go in? Yes. Three generations? Yeah, of- three generations of fellers going <laughs> in the import house, for Christ's sake. <laughs> And so my mom walks out with this pipe and Portia just like, <laughs> Portia just thinks it's the funniest shit in the world. I'm like, whatever. Yes, it's fine. My mom's a reefer addict. Uh, anyway, that's where we used to go and buy Ticketmaster stuff because we, we would you know, make mm-hmm. it as a trip to and they were the, when they, anyway. they won the official, uh, and, and, so, and they all have, have printers, I think, there too. They would, they would print out. They the used tickets to print the stuff. tickets right then and there. I remember that the, shit. Yeah, God Almighty. So the, that I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if they sold tickets for one of his little things because it's only like, and they, four, and they four probably miles they probably keep it under wraps until the last. And they said, yeah. and like if you're happening in the store, hey, we got Dave Chappelle. There's be a fucking fucking madhouse. Just, yeah, go right there yeah. and buy them, buy them all. Maybe. Or by I don't know. Probably limited to two per person. They should. You, you, you oh yeah, oh yeah. It's not yeah, that I'm many people. Sure, it's limited. Eh, it's it's got to be. You can't just buy all the tickets. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking sorry. about, Dave Chappelle yeah. did a stand-up thing. In it basically, it's in a little. It's a state park. It's and it's real. It's it's. We all have those places that we like to visit and go. Like it's one of those things that we, you know. It kind of said, I have a ton for, of... For those local, you could, I'm sorry, for you could kind of compare it to Metcalf Park. Yeah. It'd be like, he would be no. on... 
well, yeah, it would kind of it would be like on that little stage, yeah, with people with chairs and that. That is what it would be sim- similar to that. Yeah, I know this is better. It's but, out, you yeah. Know. Well, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's out in the woods and all that stuff. But sure. It, and this, and he did it like he when he released that YouTube thing where he started talking about um, uh, uh, Floyd, right? Oh, George, George Floyd. George Floyd. And it wasn't very long. It wasn't. It was like twenty eight minutes or something like that. Yeah. That that is filmed in a place like right, like like my Boy Scout troop used to camp right around that that was our pavilion that we used to cook f- for when we had multiple troop like campouts mm-hmm. the stage we was standing on in front of that fire stone fireplace that's like i've sat there before so um he's did a did another is doing another one sh- that should go i think he was putting it up on um netflix and on youtube again so i'm just gonna be another so, one of these uh, socially conscious things and not necessarily stand yeah, maybe up, you know, which is fine know. yeah I- i'll listen to him all damn day he was still kind of funny though Oh he's yeah, still, he still finds a way to make serious shit really funny, and I I, I appreciate that he's, so much. Uh, he's definitely a uh, he'd be someone that I really wouldn't want to want to bug a whole lot. I, I think he gets probably bugged a lot. But if like, if you would like to walk in, I would certainly welcome him. But I would do my best not to hit him with really stupid questions. I mean, I've talked to him a couple times. He's really really cool. Cool. Like and and like I just the first time I was like, oh shit. I always wondered if this was going to happen. Walks into the uh, what is it called? Peaches. Because you guys live in the same area. In the same area, yeah. My yeah. mom and I were sitting there, and I was like, "Hey," and he walks by. I just kind of did like the head nod, and he's like, "Yeah, what's up, man?" I'm like, "Dave." He goes, "Hey," and he stops. And my mom goes, "Oh God!" and looks at him like, "Dave, my name, this, my name's Joe. It's my mom. I'm out here visiting. I'm from here, but da da da." And I'm like, "Fucking, I've been a huge, huge fan." And he's like, yeah, how far back do you go? And I'm like, Dave, I've been a fan of yours since you and Eddie Murphy were in that movie together. And he's like, oh, shit. All right. 1995. That's that's legit. Like he was like checking my like mm-hmm. how much of how you're a fan of like, yeah. my and I said, my dad made me go see Half Baked in the theater because uh, he told me he saw a preview and goes, this is going to be your generation's up in smoke. And I thought Chappelle was going to fucking <laughs> just die laughing. He goes, your dad's right. Nobody thought that. I'm like, nobody thought that in the theater either. It wasn't until later on that shit blew up, but I'm glad that I saw it in the theater. I was, How old are you in the I was 17. Out. Okay. <laughs> My dad taking me to see a weed movie. Sure. He was like, you need to see this in the theater because this is history. He he was he was like that. It was like watching the space shuttle launch or something like that. When he, like, this is history. When he took uh, his time off, did he actually go to Africa? Yeah. Yeah, he was in Africa for like eight months nine months or something like that like he just was there i I read a story similar to that to um oh god oh david boy Mm -hmm. what he was kind of you know it if you're a star with a lot of money and you can't have a regular life you know that really sucks it's better probably if you if you have a shitload of money that you're some kind of obscure business person right that most people wouldn't absolutely you can just go do whatever the fuck you want to do yep and And not get recognized and things like that yeah Yeah. so anyway so david boy you can imagine can't have a regular life he lives i don't know where he lived other than london i'm assuming jerome also yeah no he lived in he had a house in jerome for like 30 years did he really yeah i didn't know that david bowie's the one who convinced maynard from tool to move to jerome I should know that. But yeah, I, don't. I, 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 yeah, that's a, yeah. I don't know, I don't know where his house was, but I know he lived in Jerome. It's not folklore. Yeah, and he's like, it, it, it's perfect. He's a, it, it's a small enough town. It's an art, it's an art community, so they mm-hmm. respect you as an artist. And then the tourists that come through, like the, the people are just kind of cool. Yeah. And that's why Maynard bought a house. That's why he bought a house there, and then now he's got the vineyard and all that stuff. Um, anyway, uh, David Bowie. Okay, so 
this is probably 10, 15 years ago. I, I read a, uh, no, I didn't read. <laughs> okay. I think it was on NPR. It was, or one of those, uh, shows on a Sunday afternoon where they interview somebody or something like that. And, and David Bowie kind of went around the bend, uh, at some point, I guess it went just a little crazy because it was just, it was too much. Are we talking about the time in Berlin? Him and Iggy Pop? May have been Berlin. No, this this sounded okay. I may be oh. making maybe may making this up, but I think it was by himself, and I think it was somewhere in the Mediterranean coast, somewhere like oh. somewhere in Italy, not not too far from the ocean or sea, sea, shall we say, in a little place that no one would really recognize him. And he went there to to get away to do. I think he pretty much described to do normal shit. Yeah, like he wanted to have his own money <laughs> and literally wash his own clothes. And go make his own decisions. Kind of make it center himself. And just yeah. do, yeah, because he's, it makes and, he, sense. and it took him a while because he, everything's taken care of. You know, everything at your beck and call and all that. Not that you want it to be that way, but it's every everybody does everything for you and you don't have to worry about anything. And he, he said it was just too much. I, he he I, needed to go do his own shit. Well, and for a while. Good art doesn't come from lack of struggle. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to have some sort of struggle to produce to, right. to produce some sort of content or, or something I always thought when when, when was that going to happen with Bruce Springsteen with all of his struggling songs at which point were you going to go but it's not too bad right now it's not that bad anymore running limo here tonight like, what? <laughs> he's like kind of lost his edge he kinda, yeah he kind of lost his edge when he has like the fucking uh, fleet of women just like polishing his balls all the time but beauty but hey you're all right Okay. I, <laughs> you know I, what I mean. You've got to have a struggle. You've got to be hungry. <laughs> you, when you stop being hungry, that's where your yeah. art sometimes. Yeah, some exactly. people lose their fucking art. Yeah. So it's 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 a thing. And Bowie's been huge since the late '60s. So it's I can understand it. Like I I the, I can understand where he's coming from. I mean, how deep do you have to reach? Seriously, how deep do you have to reach down to pull the same level of? struggling or whatever con right. conflict when you've got mansions all over the place, a private jet, Rolls Royces, and all the cocaine and women that you want. Yeah. That's what you, if that's what you're into. Yeah. You know, so. It I, makes, it you, makes you sense. You know what I mean? It's just a. I think that's why Chappelle lives. There you go. In that area because it's, it's close enough to an international airport. It's 20 minute drive or so to an international airport, but it's also out in, out in the country. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to you kind of have to know your way around to like even find his house. Yellow Springs is a little tiny town that not a lot of people. I mean, it is a little bit of a tourist attraction, but it's only a tourist attraction to people within f maybe 50 miles, if that mm -hmm. of that area. So it's not a huge destination. And that's his town. Like he, he grew up g bouncing between there and D.C. So like people there call him. There's old timers there that have known him since he was a little kid. They call him David. Like I, what was I, the D, like I, what's, what's the DC connection again? I think that was his dad. I think it was his dad. I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I know that I know that he, I I know that his mom taught at um, Antioch College, which is in Yellow Springs, mm -hmm. and he lived there. And when he was doing like kind of coming up in the clubs, was either in Dayton or when he would go and stay with. I think it was his dad in DC. He was like 14, 15, 16 years old going to comedy clubs. So like 
it was between those two those two areas. So like he's been around that area for so long that it's not, he doesn't get I don't think he gets mobbed by people ever. He walks down the street people are like hey what's up high five whatever and they don't because freak out about Because he's made it. himself accessible like some people would isolate themselves and now it's a challenge. Now paparazzi's got to run after you exactly. and people got to run after you and Exactly. And he engages people. I think I think that's why you know and he's yeah. not and and but he's a comedian. His and he's an observational comedian, so it's better for him to get out and observe. Yeah, he needs to be like that's where he gets material is talking to people. I, w- I wonder if I'm sure he thought about years ago probably moving to for him it'd probably make more sense like Chicago because that's not he probably thought about it to move to a bigger yeah. city for the hell of it or yeah. you know talking about New York or L A. It probably ran across his mind at some point. I'm guessing, but he yeah. went no. I don't, it's just kind of an interesting thing to wonder. Because most of those people don't, you know, they might live in the bigger city where they work a lot, you know, and but they still have a, a getaway yeah. home. Like Kevin in, Smith is like, like that. Like in Montana or something in the middle of nowhere. Kevin Smith has a, he bought his parents' house when he started, you know, because he's from Jersey. Mm-hmm. But being the movie making business, and he's also, you know, at one point in time, was kind of in the early days of podcasting, he was kind of the guy. He was. He had a podcast it was, studio. It was, it was like called old sm- Smodcast. Modcast. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And like rented it out to people, hmm. like it, the like four or five different sound soundproof rooms in the you place. You this before Rogan was doing it, right? Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, no, I'm almost positive. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kevin Smith bought his parents' house once he came into some money. Bought his parents' house so they could live there for free. Bought out their mortgage, and then. Uh, his dad passed and I think his mom just passed away and he said, now I don't have a reason to have a house in Jersey anymore because he did have a house in Jersey just to go back there and stay. Sure. Um, just to be able to walk around his hometown and, you know, the, as he says, the same guy that used to say the crazy guy on the corner would say, hey, fuck you, Kevin. Uh, he still says, fuck you, Kevin. So that makes me feel at home. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I run into people just like walking to buy a pack of smokes in the same convenience store and the same guys working there that's been there since I used to steal the smokes because I was underage. Like, that's a comforting thing. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't get that in L.A. But what I have in L.A. is literally all the resources to make my movies. Yeah. So I have to have something here. Like, But they was talking about how, you know, like it was at, somebody had asked him, do you have a getaway? He goes, yeah, it's in Jersey. It's in Red Bank. And they're like, you have a you have a your second home is in Jersey. <laughs> Some parts of New Jersey are beautiful. No, I know that. No, and that area, that's the burbs. That's like central Jersey. Like it's kind of, or it's like North central Jersey. It's not, it's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I would say the majority of New Jersey is nice. It's only that's like what's the called Northern the garden state, quarter. It's you, called the garden state. When you think of New Jersey, when you're first starting to learn about it, you think, oh, chemical plants and it's just all Tony Soprano factories and, and syringes washing up on shore. Right. And, and, and dumpsters. Yeah, <laughs> just because yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just dumpsters everywhere. It's like one giant fucking dumpster. Right. But it's, but it's not. It's the, really gorgeous. It's a ton of farmland and woods. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's but, you know, whatever. It's kind of like don't tell people about it. Otherwise, it'll turn into Sedona. Oh, God. I'm, yes. Oh, God, I fucking I just I I know I was part of the problem because I'm driving through there, too. But God damn, like, it out. It, yeah. And I just it just sucks so bad. Like you were saying flag, though, is limited because it's it's got BLM property, whatever, all around it. Yeah, it's so it's not going to get it, any better. Yeah, Coconino National Forest, Kai, or Kaibab, I think, is part of it, too, is like it borders and then tribal land to the east. So, like, it's never going to expand. It's never going to get any bigger. Just pro- uh, just prices are going to keep going up. Prices are going to keep it. going up. Eh. Eh, well, I'm talking to a couple friends of mine. Uh, this morning at, at breakfast that have been there 
Zen's been there for 30, 30, 35 years, 30 years, something like that. He moved from Tucson. So he lived in Tucson until he was like, I think 13 or 14. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, it's just, it, it continues to get more and more and more expensive. And there's tons of locals that are just leaving. So then you're because you're, part of that because it's getting too crowded, I guess it's too crowded and too expensive for him. But if you live in Flag, which is a nice, cool college town, if you've been there for decades, yeah, and you're leaving it, where are you going to go? I mean, I'm not saying they're making Talking a bad decision a- anywhere, but, anywhere. But, but it's got to be kind of nice and pretty and artsy fartsy and all these cool things that Flag is. Where's the next gig? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah no, I get it. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I'm trying to think. Well, the other, there's other things that, that are kind of a pain in the ass about Flagstaff, too. It's like Flagstaff is um, the best way it was described was by my friend Zen and, 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 and friends Zen and Crystal. Crystal lived in Hawaii and for, for a couple of years when she was a kid. And she said Flagstaff is kind of like living on an island because it's like two hours, two and a half hours from anything. That's true. There's no real airport there. Yeah. There's no... You know what I mean? Like, there's that's the big thing is like if you want to travel, you have to travel just to get on a plane to travel. Well, kind of like Kingman. That's kind of like an island. It is. It is. But sort of. But yeah. there's you. You can still. You can get out of town much quicker. Like you can get to. You have the river. You've got Lake Havasu. You've got Lake Mead. You've got da, 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 and those are all within an hour drive. Vegas is a lot closer than Vegas is an hour and fifteen minutes. Vegas. Yeah, exactly. It's two hours and. To, to from Flagstaff to the airports two and a half hours to the airport in Phoenix is two and a half hours. Yeah, that's a that's a that's three a haul. And a, three and a half hours to the Vegas airport. Like you're you're kind of fucked. The gas is always expensive there. It's quite a bit more expensive yeah, than anywhere else. Yeah. Like there's a there's a ton of negatives to it. Like there's some positives and all that because you don't get you don't ne- get nearly as bad of a summer and da, 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 but you also get the winter. Mm-hmm. Flagstaff is a cool fucking town and I absolutely love going and visiting there. Would I ever want to live there? Probably not. Unless they figured out a way to solve their housing problem, well, they also the, have a big homeless problem there too. Like well, if you had, but problem. again, if you had the, the whole these fantasies should be a company like if, if you had just cubic dollars, didn't have to worry about it, kind of thing, then you would might want to live there. But maybe not. People say people that I know that have moved there are like we knew it's going to have long cold winters, but goddamn, they're long cold winters. Yeah, and it's it's cold, <laughs> so, cold, and, yes. and it's and it's not like oh we get a it's not getting a cold snap. It just starts it's getting just cold in November cold. and stays fucking cold until March and dark. And sometimes mm-hmm. they get they get snow. Somebody get massive snow sometimes. Yeah. yeah, they get they get dumped on like fucking Cleveland gets dumped on. They get the lake effect snow where you're like bare ground at six o'clock at night, and by six o'clock the next morning is four feet on the goddamn ground. And I'm not even exaggerating. Right. Like, they have that kind of snowfall happen near the Great Lakes. It's fucking stupid. I don't get it. Flagstaff on occasion, I don't know about lately the last few years, but on occasion is, and I looked this up, on occasion holds the national record for inches of snowfall. Like in a 24-hour period or something? No, like for the season. Oh. And I'm not making this up. Oh, yeah. On occasion... I'm pretty sure about that. I don't think I'm exaggerating I, this. Yeah, you, like some years it's been, it's past everything. Yeah. And I remember the going there, we mentioned this before, like in April or May, and there are certain, depends if they had a big snowfall, there are certain streets that are blocked off because they're just constantly flooding because the snow is melting yeah. off the mountain. Yep. And it's just a torrent of water all day, every day, coming down the street until the snow is gone. I was. I, I remember that one. Somebody told me a long time ago that Flagstaff is a town that should not exist. Okay. And I'm like, why is that? And I'm like, because it's like, 
hey, we're gonna put we're gonna build this town at the base of a mountain that gets fuckloads of snow every year and and comes ve- and and there's tons of forest fires. Yes, like they're supposed to be forest fires. They're healthy. They're good for the ecosystem. Right. But then you build a town in the middle of that forest. Right. And then you wonder why. It's it, things are really bad, and you're like, okay, well, just like California, right? We gotta, now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, remember? Do you remember years, uh, several years ago, and you know they had oh, had it was a big really, old fire up there, big fire just north of Flagstaff. It yep. was really terrible. And then maybe, maybe a month later, a torrential fucking monsoon happened, and you had nothing to hold. You had these. You had no. no um, you had burnt logs tumbling down the mountain. Burnt logs and all that. All the you know they had mudslides. Yeah. They had mudslides that just and it and it killed. A, I think it was a little girl. I think she was eight, like eight or nine years old. I remember she that. died. Yep. Yep. And people, there's this huge public outcry. But then, like, you have to understand, like, that's while that's tragic. This is that's your fault. You move to the you move to the woods and you're like, save my house, save my house, save my house. But what really needs to happen is that shit needs to be burned like it should every 50 to 75 years so that it can come back stronger. But what happens is you have all that shit. You clear that underbrush away. You do this. do that, And then you have then you wonder why you have those problems. It it doesn't bring anybody back to life and it doesn't take away from the tragedy of that little girl. But. It's a fucking problem. I think what that's I why they do, don't let people build, they don't they don't sell the property out in the in the woods out in like the national forest land anymore. Right, because of that, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I think I'd have a. Uh, I thought about this. I thought if I lived in an area that was fire prone, but it was just gorgeous, and I wanted to live there. Well, how could I solve if I really had a home I loved and spent a lot of time? How could I concrete m- make sure the house is? Yeah, it's gonna be concrete. Make a bunker, and then and then I thought you could make it pretty. You could make a pretty concrete yeah. bunker. Obviously, modern, you know, desert modern kind of home or modern home. Um, but I thought I have a really cool water tower nearby that was kind of hidden somehow. Somehow, yeah. I don't know what it was. And then as a fire got closer, as it just getting to your house, then have this massive. Like a giant sprinkler? Sprinkler just. <laughs> no, you know, it would be like cool. two hours. And then the fire moves past you and like all right my house is I, cool. in my mind i was thinking like one central sprinkler kind of like uh what you would see like on a um uh like on a football field it's all just going around in a circle constantly just to just you got like a hundred yards of your property surrounding you could do that the same thing but it had to be fed by uh if like if water pumps you have to be had to make sure we had positive pressure the gravity fed yeah and just Throw I, got, throw I already got huge, this figured huge out. Valve and just hose it down. Concrete cistern that holds, say five five hundred thousand gallons, like right. an Olympic, like That's a, like a like like three Olympic swimming pools. Yeah, right. In the ground, five hundred feet above elevation, above where you're at, so there's plenty of pressure. <laughs> now you're gonna get the get checkbook out to make all this happen. Obviously, oh, your checkbook. Oh, this is okay. your fantasy. I got you. So it's gonna. Come, I'm it's not gonna, gonna build some place that has forest fires. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. Uh, I don't yeah. care enough. I I just I don't. Yeah, I don't. It it would make me paranoid. It really would if you had a, like beautiful woods around you. But it's gorgeous. Like in California, yeah. it, gets, it gets dry. But how comforting is it? Well, I'm gonna go to Italy for a month on vacation. And then summer's coming, and just knowing that it could be in the a, back of your mind, you're like, the, it's gawing at you. My fourth home, my fourth home is going to burn to the ground. I just know yep, it. Yep, it's possibly going to burn to the ground when I'm gone. That's great. I wonder if you could have a fireproof house. I wonder if that's a thing. I I know that people have worked on this, right? It's different design, different patterns. Yeah. Who knows what they're. Sure, you, you, there has to be, and I'll bet you there are homes from people that have a shitload of money that have have done things like we're, we've talked about. Yeah, there's no question they've done a custom fire suppression system of some kind. 
you know, there's any of our listeners out there that know about Holmes, like me, fucking Dan or Charlie or fucking Curtis, even I, like, I, I'm sure I, I just, I kind of wonder, like, if you were to build a home in an area, like they, they put homes on stilts, sure, right, for flood prone areas and mm-hmm. tidal areas. So why, why not, why not make it? There, like, there has to be ways again with, with massive amounts of water, like like we talked about, or something. That's the main way, right? To 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 do it. Or if I you keep, or if you I, have, or you, you've got to make it out of you, one thing you just mentioned. You've got to make it out of materials that just aren't going to burn. Yeah, they're not going to burn. You know. But then again, here, here's the thing: if you're living out in the woods, you're living out there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're surrounded by trees and all that. Mm-hmm. If there's a fire and it burns everything around you, the whole reason you're living in the woods is kind of gone. <laughs> so, like, would you wouldn't maybe just have, like, a ridiculous insurance policy on your home so that it burns to the ground? And you're like, all right, I'll probably build somewhere else because it's going to take 75 years for that woods to come back to where it was. You know what I mean? And, so, how, and how much, how many of those homes out there probably don't even have insurance because they probably can't get insurance? Yeah. I bet you a lot of them are like Yeah, that I wouldn't too. doubt it. But then you have um, okay. But I have seen places that burn down like to, to black. All the trees are black, and and the ground is and everything. It doesn't take that long to get green to come back, you know, because it really. In fact, some fires actually open up pine cones and spit out seeds. Well, yeah, that's it's, it's one of the defense they're, they're, they're supposed to, but it takes. Yeah. I know it I'm takes talking, a while. I'm talking about like the big ass like ponderosa pines like they have up there. They might be like, taking waiting around for a while. Yeah, you're gonna take. You're gonna wait a while, and because. They're like, they're super oily. Apparently, so, somebody told me that. Uh, not somebody, a friend of mine who's a fire science guy. He said that's the why they burn so pines, well. Yeah, they burn like uh, candles, and oh, so great. then they get to a certain point where they explode. Yeah, they kind of they they, they heat up moisture the in there. Yes, like a bomb. They just kind of and they they explode and then they ignite everything else around them, and that's why. Well, like uh, I. Friday, no, when was I in Flagstaff last? Like maybe six months ago? I took a cruise. No, it was, must shit, it must have been last, it was like last fall. I took a cruise up to a place at one of my favorite places called Lockett Meadow. And mm. it's uh, kind of like the inner, almost like the inner basin, I guess, of the um, uh, of the San Francisco Peaks. And it's a place I went camping when I was like 18 with some friends of mine. And I was like, this fucking place is amazing. That was that what that whole area was completely wiped out by that last fire from a few years ago. Oh, and they just opened up the road, maybe like a year ago. It oh, just opened it up. While. It was it took a yeah. long time for it to come back. So I go up there uh, and check it out, and it 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 was a it looked like desert. It, the tree like I used to go up there. And check out like the you know the aspens turn you know mm-hmm. and they get the yellow beautiful up, yellow, just yeah. beautiful up or against the, white, the green the uh, white uh, bark fuck it's so cool right yeah gone hmm. yeah you had grass you had wildflowers but there was nothing there was really nothing else there and that's when I was talking to my buddy who's a fire science guy and he's like yeah he's a fire archaeologist for Nevada hmm. and he told me that he said yeah the Ponderosa pines are like they're so volatile that they not only do they burn super hot because their sap is, I guess, super oily, the, the oil or whatever that's in the trunk, mm-hmm. uh, that burns super, super hot and clean. But they're also, they, they're kind of like cactuses because they're in an arid area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hold on to their moistures, but because of the way that they're kind of 
the way they're built, I guess. It's like encased. Yeah, and then yeah. they just fucking explode and send splinters everywhere. Like, there's been people have known that to have been killed by those things, by shrapnel from those things. Like, just Jesus. punctured by a chunk of wood. Yeah. Fucking nuts, man. Anyway. It's nature. Nature, bro. That's all I got, Paul. Is it we done? Yeah, we done. It's uh, waiting for the rain. Waiting on the rain. And that's it. Okay. That's all we got. Next Monday is a uh, week from tomorrow is uh, Labor Day. Okay. <laughs> it's off. We're taking off. Just like I'm excited. Oh, are you? That. Oh, that's cool. I do. Yeah. I don't. I can't remember if I have it off or not. I don't know. Anyway, are we done? Yeah. All right. Good. Have a good week, folks.